the Nairobi boss is the third worst performing major stock market in Africa and Bitcoin tumbles below 20,000 US dollars again. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am with the Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at with the Dong. The Nairobi boss is the third worst performing major stock market in Africa since January hit by foreign investor capital flight and ease of repatriation of equity sales compared to other capitals in the continent. The Nairobi Securities Exchange was ranked eighth among the top 10 stock markets in the continent with a negative return of 30% in dollar terms since the year started, wiping out 789 billion Kenya shillings of investment wealth. Kevin Ngigemeiner, equities and investment analyst at Genghis Capital, joins us to analyze the continuous capital flight at the Nairobi Securities Exchange. And having now speaking about the capital uh, flight, if you remember earlier, I mentioned something about uh, how both creditors, you know, lenders, uh, investors into our stocks and uh, euro bonds and sovereign debts, um, how they view Africa, which is part of the frontier space, uh, more specifically, you know, if you're talking about countries, especially in the East Africa, you Uganda, Tanzania, Rwanda, etc., and and Africa over, you know, all the way to the west with Lagos, all down down, uh, all down to the south uh, with South Africa, and all the way up north with countries spanning from Morocco to Cairo to Egypt. There's been a general laxity for lenders to uh, lenders' money, of course, again due to the. Yeah, perceived or increased sovereign risk and as such you'll realize if you've looked at the markets over the last couple of weeks two months especially in 2022 is this uh, the frontier or the africa euro bond yields have really skyrocketed uh, as such of course the prices of these uh, euro bonds has gone down and this is just foreign investors just dumping um, uh, our, our, our euro bonds uh, in exchange for lower yielding bonds but safer bonds in the developed world and uh, some of the uh, emerging markets so it's been a trend uh, all over for instance if you look at um, at, at the credit rating uh, for America, I would tell you standard and pool credit rating for American sovereigns is AA+. If you look at the EU, it's AA. If you come down to, you know, we're talking about um, specific countries in the frontier, say Kenya, we have a B plus rating. If you look at a country like South Africa, it's a BB minus. Uganda, we have a B. You know, if you look at Nigeria, it's a B minus. So as much as some of these countries have impressive uh, credit ratings, like Kenya, for instance, or or Botswana, which is a triple B positive, or even Uganda with a B stand rating, you'd notice that uh, these countries as much as they look attractive and they're not really at severe risk but they have there some some uncertainties and some were downgraded while some were upgraded they'd rather go and get a 1.25 percent where they have an aa positive rating and that's you know your americas or an or an aa rating and that is your europe so that just shows where investors would rather pack their cash and as such you realize that it's been a trend especially for frontier countries in times of turmoil times like this when you have these exogenous factors with the pandemic they'll always increase their you know their their their, their new issuances they'll always increase their rates as such of course negative effects of crowding out uh, smes most banks preferring instead of lending to SMEs and individual households is they'd rather pack this cash with government. Of course, 
banks are also trying or financial institutions also trying to act like foreign investors in terms of credit uh, risk uh, perception and priorities they'd rather pack it with sovereign which of course for local debt they can always increase taxes duties and levies and or and at worst print money like we've seen of course with the fed so yes it's been a general trend in africa where you know the euro bonds are pummeled in the international markets uh the individual uh, countries uh, sovereign local debt or local currency debt. Of course, we've seen uh, uh, new debts coming up at, at more attractive, uh, you know, uh, coupon ratings. In, uh, For instance, in Kenya, if you look at uh, the 25 year, we're now talking about 14.62%. You know, five year, we are talking at uh, about 13%. So there's been an elevated uh, sort of, of course, debt distress in terms of governments wanting to uh, borrow more, of course, at higher. And that's, again, as I mentioned earlier, crowding out. So, yes, it's a general trend in the frontier space. Uh, we, it's the opposite in the developed markets where, you know, governments are killing all these, uh, you know, coupon rates for uh, local bonds so that banks don't pack their money with them. In fact, they're giving banks punitive measures where, uh, you know, the CBs, the central banks of these developed countries are bringing down the yields to negative such that should banks consider packing the money with them, they automatically knows that they're going to incur cost. And that's just one of the ways that these CBs in the developed markets are trying to, uh, you know, just push the banks away from them and pushing the banks to uh, households and, you know, MSMEs in the respective countries just to sort of be able to boost the spending culture and the borrowing culture and just, you know, boost the economy even in tough times. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The FNB Consumer Confidence Index for South Africa plunged to negative 25 in the second quarter of 2022 from negative 13 in the previous period and well below the long-term average of plus two. It's the lowest reading since the first quarter of 1986, suggesting a marked slowdown in consumer spending in coming months due to worsening global economic conditions. There is also a sharp deterioration in both the Economic Outlook Sub-Index, a negative 38% versus a negative 18% in quarter one, and in the Household Financial Outlook Sub-Index, the index measuring the appropriateness of the present time to buy durable goods like cars, furniture, and electronic goods, ETC, also edged down, indicating that consumers consider the present as an inappropriate time to purchase durable goods. Vezeta, a health tech startup operating in Middle Eastern Africa, has reportedly laid off about 10% of its staff. Vezeta has almost 500 employees, according to its LinkedIn page. Vezeta's business has evolved from Uber for ambulance model. It launched in 2012 to what it is now, a subscription-based doctor booking and consultation platform. As of 2020, it was operating in 50 cities across Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Jordan and Lebanon and claimed its user base had grown or more than three times over, year over year, to 4 million patients with 30,000 healthcare providers using its software as a service solution. But currently, the platform catches to 10 million patients across 78 cities, including Nigeria and Kenya, its latest addition, via three outpatient touchpoints, doctor consultations, pharmacy and diagnostics. This layoff news is the second coming from an Egyptian-born but Dubai-based company in quick succession. In May, publicly traded mobility startup SWVL announced plans to lay off about 32% of its workforce. The company noted changes to its financial realities and the need to implement a portfolio 
Optimization Program. And a quick look at the market. Bitcoin tumbled below 20,000 US dollars as investors continued to ditch riskier assets in anticipation of an even more aggressive tightening for major central banks to rein in on record inflation, dragging economies into recession. The price clash over the last few months, which has wiped off billions of dollars of value from the cryptocurrency market, sent shockwaves throughout crucial companies in the industry. Earlier this month, Binance, the world's biggest crypto exchange by volume, Coinflex and crypto lender Celsius temporarily suspended Bitcoin withdrawals. Meanwhile, crypto hedge fund Three Arrows Capital defaulted on a more than 670 million US dollar loan from Voyager Digital. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange or share index fell about 0.5% to close 67,747 on Wednesday, retreating three weeks, retreating from its near three weeks high in the prior session, led by miners, financials and retailers amid renewed concerns about a global recession. Locally, economists warned that South Africa's stage six load shedding could ultimately lead to more credit rating downgrades. South African state power utility ESCOM said that there was still a high level of absenteeism among its workforce due to a strike and that it could take weeks to clear a backlog of routine maintenance work. On the data front, the FNB Consumer Confidence Index plunged to the lowest in more than three decades in the second quarter as local and global economic outlook deteriorated in the wake of spiking inflation and the fallout from the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at Withadon. Thank you.